Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, what I was just thinking about regarding my weight loss journey. Like last night I was doing things around the house and just kind of reflecting on my wilderness journey, like all of the wrong foods that used to be in my life and how I did never even realized I had made idols of them or how much willful sin I had and how I really had to kind of go through a a wilderness in order to step into a revelation so that I could be free from all of the things that kept me stuck. And so this morning, I just want to talk to you a little bit about my wilderness journey, because as I teach all of the time in the Seekers Method, I like to see when I'm leading women in the Seekers Method through their weight loss journey, I like to I like to liken their journey to that of the Israelites, right? Like going from captivity to freedom with God, like that God is the one freeing them and that he has a plan and it doesn't look like the right strategy, the right timing, the right route. It's not comfortable. None of it looks right, but it's all God's way, right? And so I was thinking about that last night and thinking about my own my own wilderness journey and how it changed me in ways that I could never have expected. And so I just want to reflect on that and share it with you. And I'm hopeful that me sharing a part of my testimonial might encourage you and to trust the fact that if God can do all of this in me, for me, through me, with me, he can do it for you. He will. But I think you hearing about my surrender, like the completeness of my surrender might be encouraging. And I want to encourage you because I remember being where you might be right now. I remember feeling like it's taking too long. It's way too hard and thinking I want to jump ship. You know, I remember being in my late thirties and early forties and thinking, you know, this isn't working because I remember losing weight in my 20s and early 30s and it being way easier. Or, you know, having colleagues that I worked with in corporate America who, you know, were just doing the latest paleo, whatever. And like by by Friday, they were skinny. (laughs) Not even realizing that, you know, we had different metabolisms. I had just had a baby. They had never had a baby. Um, You know, they were... I didn't know their age. I thought they were my age, not only never knowing that, you know, they were 11 years younger, um, not knowing that weight loss was more about internal transformation before it could ever be about external transformation. Like nobody ever told me how much my hormones had to come into alignment before weight loss could be possible. Nobody ever told me this because I think, you know, the world with weight loss is evolving. You know, at that point when I started my weight loss journey, really, it was all about low fat. <clears throat> and now, you know, mm. it shifted to being high fat and low to no sugar. So I want to talk to you a little bit about my wilderness journey because my wilderness journey really did change me. It changed me in ways that I could have never known about, in ways that I hadn't expected. I mean, and it took way 
way longer than I had hoped, <laughs> and it was way harder than I could have ever anticipated. Everything on my wilderness journey, on my weight loss journey, was foreign and new to me. You know, you think about the Israelites, like they wanted the food they used to had, they used to have back in captivity. I was the same way. I was craving the, the regular spaghetti and the meatballs with the breadcrumbs and all of the things that sated me. Like we're, we're just like those Israelites in our wilderness. But, <clears throat> you know, when I think about it, I didn't know at the onset of my journey, you know, my entrance into the wilderness that I was stepping into something new, bigger and greater. Like I was, I was opening the door and letting God into an area of my life where I had previously kept him out. Like nobody ever connected, nobody ever brought to my attention that God wasn't invited to our weight loss journey, right? Like, you know, you could pray for your best friend <clears throat> to be free of cancer. You could be, you could pray for, you know, God to make a way through traffic, whatever. But did we ever let him into our weight loss journey? God, please take this away from me. Like, right? Like, did we ever on our weight loss journey? I don't know about you, but I never did. Did you ever ask yourself, like, as you sat down to eat something that you knew you shouldn't eat, that that was sin to you, if you knew better, but you still did it? Or did you ever ask God, like, is this something that you want me to have? No, I never made that connection. So when I look back, on my weight loss journey and I reflect on that wilderness season, it's almost like watching, it's almost like watching a wild horse being tamed. <laughs> like that's how I really kind of see it. Like I fought him a lot. I fought to keep the wrong things in my life so fiercely. I fought a lot. Like I didn't want to let go of, of the foods I loved. I didn't want to let go of my laziness. I didn't want to let go of my excuses of the patterns of how I had conformed, right? Like I mean, I couldn't see then just exactly how out of control I was, nor like, <clears throat> nor how un not, how untamed I had really become. I mean, I was so untamed, and it's almost like I was it's almost like I was a prisoner, um, protecting my captor. If that makes sense, like, you know, there I was a prisoner to my flesh. There I was a prisoner to temptation to the enemy. And I was protecting it with my excuses. Like my excuses <clears throat> kind of kept me blind until I slowly began, slowly began letting them go like one by one. And it was almost like it, well, it wasn't almost like it, it was from the inside out. Like I, from the inside out, I began to witness God's hand as the things of the, of the world started to lose their appeal in my life. It's like, it's almost like I had to make more room for the Holy Spirit to reside within me before transformation could happen outside of me. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the Holy Spirit, I had to make room for the Holy Spirit to reside within me so that transformation could happen, that it could actually begin. But I didn't know that then. Like, Back then, I didn't know that's what I was doing. And I think that's why it's powerful. It could be powerful to you if I share this with you. I mean, <clears throat> at the very onset of my journey, like at the very, very beginning, it all really started with me saying no to the wrong shows. That's how I really started 
making more room within myself for the Holy Spirit to reside. I had to stop saying no to the world in the form of the wrong television shows, like the wrong movies, the wrong friends, the wrong language that I used to use. And I even had to, I had to change my schedule. Like some of the right things <clears throat> on my schedule were just the wrong time. Does that make sense? Like I had to say no to how I had previously structured my days because my priorities were shifting the more closely I walked with God. I needed to, I needed to kind of be available to myself so that I could make room for obedience to be birthed, if that makes sense. Like I couldn't attend every event because, in, because I wasn't strong enough at that point in time to be around those temptations, right? Like I wasn't strong enough to be obedient enough to seek God's help to prep if I was exhausted because I had my calendar full of all of the wrong things. Like maybe they were the right things, they were just at the wrong time. My wilderness, when I think back on it, my wilderness season required, it kind of required that I focused more, initially that I, were, I focused more in, inwardly like creating space for God to more fully and completely reside. And that, well, you know what? And then I'm going to tell you a little bit more, but I need to take a quick commercial break and I'll be right back. Hey there, just a quick commercial break to share some exciting news with you. If you are a Christian woman who has been struggling to lose weight, if you're struggling to take your food thoughts captive and to make them obedient to God's word, then I have great news for you. When I couldn't lose weight, I didn't know it at the onset of my journey, but I didn't have a weight loss problem, but rather I had a thinking problem. I was so stuck on all of my food stories. I was weak in my flesh and I easily gave into every temptation. No diet could change me, at least not for good. That is until God. God's word changed me from the inside out. And now to help seekers like yourself to step into lasting transformation from the, from the inside out the same way that I transformed, I have now published my first book. It's called The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss Workbook. It's a companion guide of journaling prompts available now on Amazon.com. It is, think of it as having me, Sherry Capilla, Christian Life Coach, in your pocket. It's a collection, a hundred day collection of my infamous Christian Life Coaching for Weight Loss journaling prompts. If you're ready to stop conforming to the patterns of this world, to be transformed by from the inside out by the renewing of your mind, then I encourage you to get your copy today on Amazon.com. You don't have to be in the Seeker's Method to use this journaling workbook. This journaling workbook could be the very thing that you need to step into God's will for your life, even in weight loss. Hey, you welcome back. All right. So just picking up with where I left off. So this is when, this is when things started to change for me. Like it's like, as I look back on it now, as I yoked with Jesus, I stepped into his yoke of discipline. Like I didn't even realize that's what I was doing, but I can reflect on it now. And so allow my hindsight to really just feel you as foresight, knowledge that you need to apply to your life right now. I mean, I really had to yoke with him. I had to see that he was helping me through these hard things. And then I had to accept, accept really his yoke of discipline. Like 
if you're yoked with Jesus, he's not taking the easy route. <laughs> it's not going to be, you're going to be required to be disciplined. And knowing that I stepped into his yoke of discipline, things really started to shift. I mean, suddenly my heart shifted from being so focused on losing weight, like for this world, to really shifting to drawing God closer. I mean, the more I was obedient, the more I, the more I called on him in my weaknesses, the more I felt a shift happening. Like there was a shift. My spirit began to desire to yield to his guidance, right? Like, and as I stepped further from my worldly ways of how I always did everything, I experienced God's supernatural nearness. Now I'm telling you, I never before had been able to to step into this kind of nearness. Like, it was almost like I had this epiphany, like there's really a difference between just entering God's kingdom when you're saved and then laying hold and like almost inheriting it. Like there's a difference between entering God's kingdom and inheriting God's kingdom, right? Like God's righteousness along the entire way provided so much protection for me, like so much protection over my thinking that it almost gave me time. When I look back on it now, it gave me time to kind of course correct. Like I had to do all this internal course correction work before I could even start, you know, the physical strength stuff. And soon I I, I began to walk in, in God's righteousness, like through making persistent and constant right choices. And let me just tell you, it was a daily sacrifice to make right choices, especially when the wrong choices were so much more desirable and available and easier. It was like every day I had to crucify my flesh. And, you know, really, literally before my eyes, and, and I mean, this wasn't overnight, but before my eyes, the weight began to disappear. You know, like small, subtle things started happening. Like it started with my rings fitting, like just feeling more comfortable or my pants feeling a little bit more loose around the waist or small, really weird things. Like I remember, cause for those of you who wear high heels or you're in corporate America, you know, well, for me, I'm really short. So a lot of my pants I'd had altered and tailored to a certain length. And a lot of them, they were tailored to the length that, you know, fell appropriately according to the heels that I used to wear. And how I started noticing, like aside from my rings getting um, fitting better or feeling more loose um, or my pants feeling more loose or the butt looking really saggy, you know, in your pants, you know how that starts to look like you're wearing a potato sack. Um, I started noticing that like my pants were dragging on the floor a little bit, like little things like that before my eyes, like the weight started to disappear. And it was like the internal, the internal work spiritually had led me to my physical transformation. And, you know, my hormones began to correct. Like I didn't know all of those things like I shared with you a minute ago. They began to correct. And and I witnessed changes that I really never thought would be possible. And it's funny because strongholds began to vanish. Like my food stories started to unravel. Almost like the the lies that I had believed started to bow in the light. You know what I mean? It's like, ah, when I think back on it all, what I learned in my wilderness experience is that obedience really does bring the greatest safeguards and security in our lives. Like that scripture, um, 
I'm probably going to mess this up, but godliness guards the path of those who are blameless, but the evil ones are misled by sin. I know that's Proverbs 13 something, maybe five or six. And you know, that's where I was for so long. I had allowed evil to run my life through my sin nature until it confused me, even in weight loss, like just like that scripture, right? So oh, there's so much more I want to say to you. I need to take a quick commercial break and I will be right back. Hey you, real quick, I have an exciting announcement that I cannot wait to share with you, my podcast listeners. So you might not know this, but I am currently seeking 25 women to do a beta test with me of the Seekers Method for Weight Loss. This is the beta test for you, for the woman who is maybe not on Facebook, but who's interested in the DIY version of the Seekers Method. The time is now. I mean, I can't even believe that I'm sharing this with you because last week, God told me that while I might not have this new release of the Seekers Method ready yet, that many of his daughters were ready and that I needed to put it out there imperfectly. You know how some of us just kind of get stuck in that perfection trap. So much of this product is ready and available to you and you are welcome to participate in this beta test. If you are interested, you need to act quickly. I'd like you to go to my website, sherrycapilla.com, and at the very top, you'll see a little, a little bar that says click here for the beta test. You need to go there and click there for the beta test. There's a little video where I tell you a little bit about what we're testing and what I'm looking for and all of those things. Or you can also go to today's show notes and I'll have a link put right in there for you. At the time that I'm recording this, there are currently only 19 seats left because before I take this to social media, I've taken it first to my email list and now to my podcast listeners. So a handful of people have already responded that, um, responded to that private invitation, but this is your private invitation. I would encourage you. I know this is going to fill up quickly because this has been the area that I've had the most requests. Sherry, can I get the seekers method um, without Facebook? Until now, the answer was no. Um, here's something else I, I hadn't planned on telling you. You get a free copy, an advanced free electronic copy of my forthcoming book, The Seeker's Method. You also get a free copy of my recently published journaling prompts workbook of The Seeker's Method. So, oh, and here's the bonus. Oh, I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> no more waiting for open enrollment because this is a way that God has you know, just told me to go get this out there for those of you who are ready now. He needs you seeking him instead of a number on the scale and the time is now. So if you're interested, act quickly, go to my website, sherrycapilla.com, click on the beta test thing, go through the details, see if it's a match for you, enroll and you'll be in it. Um, otherwise, I, I will have to, I'm going to cap it at 25 because I want to be able to work with these women, answer their questions and all of that. All right, back to the broadcast. And so, you know, as I look back now, I see, I see what I've gained through my wilderness experience. And I believe, I believe I could have only gained this. I could have only learned this through, through going through all of that. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm encouraging you today to not waste your wilderness. Recognize that you're not going to get from here to there without the struggle in between, without the time that it's going to require in between. I mean, I, and this applies to you too. I had to be made new in my thinking about food 
and my thinking about weight loss. And it absolutely required doing all of the work from the inside out, completely contrary to the ways of the world, to the ways of dieting. And through my own wilderness experience, I mean, <clears throat> I experienced God's nearness like never before. And I want that for you. I mean, I never knew that my food was a block spiritually, that it was a block physically and even emotionally as well. And with God's nearness, the way that I have it now, I mean, I stepped into a new level of discernment, a new level of really of, re of revelation. And I began to recognize the difference between my old, my old dead voice, you know, that me before being born again me. I, I started to notice the difference between, or really recognize the difference between that old dead voice before I had allowed God to awaken this part of me from that of God's voice. Like I can now discern the difference between old me with excuses, old me reasoning things, justifying things, all of those things. And now I can recognize God's voice. Like I no more reason, I no more allow myself, I should say, to reason things, you know, laziness or slothfulness or gluttony. Like I, the way that I used to live. Like right now, I am able to discern God's voice. I mean, I could distinguish his authority over my excuses and thought patterns. The fact that I had that, well, I should say that really only came near the middle to the end of my wilderness experience. Like it took a lot of undoing before I could be able to distinguish his authority. And as I, as I trusted his voice and I stepped into as I trusted his voice, that's when I stepped into his grace. That's when I stepped into his strength. I mean, I'm reminded right now of that scripture in John 10, <clears throat> which says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they listen to me. They follow me. Oh, that's just beautiful to think of ourselves as his sheep. And this began to come true more profoundly than ever before in my wilderness. And in his strength, I had the ability, uh, the ability to rise above all of the temptation, but it was only in lockstep with my trust. As my trust and my desire shifted from the flesh to God within me, like that's when transformation happened. My laziness and my constant desire, oh, my constant desire for comfort and ease slowly began to fade away. I couldn't see it really then. I can see it now looking back. It began to fade away as I desired to make right choices, as I desired to make better choices, really, daily. And now, you know, as I wrap this up, now I have, now I've corrected my taste palette, right? Like I've corrected my desires. Um, I've corrected, I have a corrected and even a restored ability to yield to the right voice instead of perpetually yielding and being mastered by the wrong voice. My sights and my goals have completely shifted from the temporal of weight loss to the eternal of life gain, even through my weight loss journey. And I finally see my body now as God's temple and I desire to make it av available and beautiful for God. Like I used to only be focused on making my literal home, my physical home, beautiful and comfortable for myself and for the perception of other people. Not even seeing that in that dynamic of being so worldly focused in that way, 
that I was living in willful sin. That, you know, I was doing things that were harming my physical temple, the residence of God within me. My focus used to be the worldly home instead of now seeing my body as a spiritual home for God, where I no longer have a desire for willful sin with, you know, food and wrong choices. Because for so long, my wrong choices of just focusing on my house being beautiful and all of those things, those wrong focuses kept me living only for now, only for this world. I had no idea that all of this, all of that, all of this that I experienced now on this side of my wilderness journey, that all of it was available to me. And so now I'm perpetually remodeling God's home within me for him. That's my focus. And you know, oh, this is the most amazing thing. Now God's voice, his nearness feels better than the taste of any food or the ease of any comfort or the number on any scale. I'm not even kidding you. And my wilderness journey changed my life, but I could not have had a changed life had I not had that wilderness journey. And so what I know now is that if we can't hear God's voice, if you who's listening to this podcast right now, if you can't hear God's voice and he doesn't have authority over your food choice right now, then how can we listen? Like if you can't hear his voice in this area, you can't listen. You can't yield. Wrong foods and idols and willful sin for so long in my journey kept me from hearing his voice. I spent so many years suffering the consequences, living in all of the curses of my disobedience when I could have been living in the blessings of obedience, even in weight loss.